So, so the way you can ensure the newness of your vision if you have not given your life to Christ or you are still dilly-dallying with him. You are still asking whether you should, you should be on his side or you should not be. You cannot ensure the newness of your vision except you are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible makes us to know that it's not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of the living God. So we need the Holy Spirit to ensure the newness of our vision. Acts 9, 10 to 11 says, In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias. The Lord called to him in a vision, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, Go to the house of Judas on straight street and ask for a man from Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying. I believe it's because Ananias has the power of the Holy Spirit that he was able to, 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 to understand and to know what God was telling him to do. And we see that the power of the Holy Spirit when he came in Acts of the Apostles chapter 2, it was after the power came that they were able to renew their vision and they were able to move out to do exploit for the Lord. So as Christians, as brothers, as sisters, as individuals, even as a church, we need this power. We cannot cope with the power of the Holy Spirit. We can hear of what the Holy Spirit did in so many areas. Where, where, where we talk of Azusa Street. Azusa Street, the Holy Spirit moved mightily. The Holy Spirit moved in a different way. And we can hear of men and women of God that their vision that they, they, they had, that they were able to go places for the Lord because of the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Acts 18, 9 to 11. One night, the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision. There was a time that no one can speak to Paul. God cannot speak to him until he was filled with the Holy Spirit. So as Christians, as brethren, we need to renew our vision on a daily basis with the Holy Spirit in place in our lives. We need that power. And that is why we have to ask for him on a daily basis. We have to ask for him to refresh us on a daily basis so that that vision that he has given us will not die. So that that vision can be maintained. So that that vision we can achieve. So that we can arrive to where God wants us to be, even as Christians. He says, do not be afraid. Keep on speaking. Do not be silent. That's only by the power of the Holy Spirit. We cannot do it by ourselves. We cannot go on by ourselves. It's only by the Holy Spirit. He says, for I am with you, and no one is going to attack and harm you, because I have many people in this city. So Paul stayed in Corinth for a year, and he up teaching them the word of God. My brethren, don't let us allow anything or anyone to becloud our vision. Remember, there is the inner revelation that God has given to achieve. And there is no way you can achieve it except by the Holy Ghost. Do not allow activities or worldly laws to overshadow your vision. Do not allow anything around you to take over that vision from you. Don't allow the modern things of the world to be cloud your vision, to take over your vision. Don't allow parties, self, to take over your vision. 
a man full with the Holy Spirit, a man that has, or a woman that has the Holy Spirit dwelling in him or her, we always be very, very alert. We always be very, very sensitive in the journey of life so that they can achieve the vision that God has given them. Don't allow friends or family to direct you from fulfilling or from following and fulfilling the vision God has given you. Sometimes we tend to want to please man and then we try to forget about what the Holy Spirit wants us to do. Don't allow your attitude, your character, or your pleasure to overtake your vision or cause you to pursue another man's vision. That is why we need the Holy Spirit. Because sometimes when we are doing it by ourselves, that is when we tend to look and say, ah, it seems that brothers, uh, uh, I love the way he's doing Zoom. Things, uh, I, I will follow him. Is that the vision God has given you? But when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we will be able to acknowledge and recognize where the Lord is leading us. In the book of, in the book of Acts, chapter 1. Chapter 1, verse, uh, verse 8. He told us, it says, okay, I will read from, uh, yes, from verse 8. But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. You can only be witnesses. You can only fulfill your vision. You can only renew that vision and bring it to fulfillment when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. When the Holy Spirit had come upon you. And it says in verse 10, it says, And why they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood up by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus which is taken from you into heaven shall come, shall so come in this in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. He said he will come, but he went into heaven. So Jesus was not standing there saying, I will continue to do it for you. But he said he will send power. And mm. it shall do. It shall do of act. The Bible makes us to know. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They were in one accord in one place to make sure they renewed their vision. Because they know they have been working, they have been doing their own. That's why, because the vision of Peter was not renewed. That was the reason why he was able to deny. Deny, eh, eh, me, eh, I know you are, I didn't know you were. That's why. That's why they couldn't do much. Because they were vision were not being renewed. They don't have the power of the Holy Spirit to enable that vision to go further than where they were. So brethren, let's make sure we don't allow our attitude to grieve the Spirit of God. Let's make sure our character and our, our love for pleasure 
did not overtake the place of the Holy Spirit in our lives so as to so that we will not be we will not be hindered in fulfilling the purpose of God for ourselves. Apostle Paul said in Acts 26, 19. So then, in Africa, I was not disobedient to the vision from heaven. We should not be disobedient to that vision. And there is no way we can do it except by the power of the Holy Spirit. And that is why we need that power. The Bible tells us in verse 2, say, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And when there appeared unto them, clothing comes like as if of fire, and it sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost. You see, that was after the, the, the Holy Spirit came that they were able to move. The timidness left them. The fear left them. The powerlessness left them. They are now empowered. They are now able to go forth to do everything for the Lord. So, brethren, let's be obedient to the heavenly vision. How obedient am I? How obedient are you? Do we allow the Holy Spirit to take over or do we take over? Is it myself that is taking charge or do I allow the Holy Spirit to take charge of that vision that God has given us? Or am I walking in obedience to the thoughts and suggestion of man so that I can be accepted by all? We need to be obedient to the heavenly vision. Are you still pursuing that vision that God gave to you? Or we are pursuing the opinion and the suggestion made by others unto us or given to us by others? Is our vision still in line with the thoughts of the Almighty? God, God said in his word in Jeremiah 29, 11, I say, for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord, plan to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and future. And we cannot have this except the Holy Spirit survive with us and move with us. And we are still allowed him to do it with, to do with us what he wants. In the book of Acts, chapter 6, and in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplied, there arose the murmuring of Christian against the Hebrew, because their widows were neglected in the daily ministration. Then the twelve called the multitude of disciples unto them and said, It is not reason that we should leave the word of God and serve table. Don't neglect your vision. I'm tired of men. Don't let us neglect that vision, the vision of evangelism. The vision of being a, 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 being a helping hand in the service of God. That vision of fulfilling purpose, ministering the word of God. That vision of becoming a helper to other people around us. In soul winning. A mission. That vision of becoming 
the hand and the legs and the feet and everything and the mouthpiece of God. The vision that God has given you to fulfill that ministry, that ministry has placed in your hands. It says we should that we should leave the word of God as table. That means we should not leave the vision that God has given us to table. Renew that vision on a daily basis with the Holy Spirit on your side. Then you will not fail God in serving Him or in fulfilling His purpose. What are the things you're going to do to ensure that you renew this vision? To ensure that this vision is renewed on a daily basis. To ensure that you are in line in the vision that God has given to you to do. To ensure that you are doing what you are doing is exactly what God wants you to do. To ensure that the Holy Spirit is still working along with you. Seek the Lord. On a daily basis, seek Him. Acknowledge Him that He is God. Seek to know His mind on a daily basis. So that you can understand the vision and keep it anew every day. So we need to seek the Lord. We need to draw closer to Him. And thank God for this platform that we come every morning. Is a way by which we renew our vision. Some of us, maybe we, we are down sometimes. We are down in our spirit sometimes. Some of us, we are wondering, ah, is this dream really worth it? But by the time you come on the platform in the morning, you are charged up again. And you say, you know, hey, I'm going. We are going to win. We are going to conquer. We are going to fight the battle and to bring back glory to God. Because what? We have come to seek the Lord. And as we have come this morning, that the Lord will meet with us and we give answers to all our prayers and also renew that vision in our lives. Amen. Second Chronicles 26 5 says, And he sought God in the days of Zechariah, who had understanding in the visions of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made it to prosper. Let's Amen. seek him. Let's seek him so that we can prosper in our ways. Amen. The apostles gave their heart to God. After the Holy Spirit came upon them, they gave their heart and they were able to prosper. When Apostle Paul, when he was sold, we can see what he was doing, breathing threats everywhere, doing things the way he likes. But by the time he came, by the time the Holy Spirit came upon him, by the time everything I was surrendered to the Holy Spirit, we can see him in a new dimension as Apostle Paul. And now he went all out, fulfilling the vision that God has given him. And that was why he was not going to disobey the vision of heaven. Because he has the power of the Holy Spirit in him. That we enable him to continue to fulfill that vision. Brethren, let's ask for more of his power. Let's determine to have more of his power. It does not limit it. He is not a stingy God. He will not say, I, I, I gave you the Holy Spirit yesterday morning. You spoke in tongues a little. You did that in a little. Forget it. You have done well. Oh, yeah. Just be doing what you like. No, he's not. He will, he will give you more and more and more and more. Amen. Let's call upon him. Call upon the name of the Lord. Pray. That's why the Bible says we should pray without ceasing. Don't cease in your prayers. But we cannot do it alone except by the Holy Spirit. We cannot pray alone. That's why we need Holy Spirit, so that we will not pray amiss. We cannot pray alone. 
Acts 2.21, and everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So we need to call on his name through prayer. And that is what we have come to do this morning. Seek to understand the vision that God has given you with the help of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helped me. Well, you know, there are some things you want to do in life. There are some things you want to do. You say, Holy Spirit, help me. No matter how silly it might be, I don't know if we all, we all agree with me. I believe it's only by the power. That's why the Bible says it's not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the living God. It's only by the Holy Spirit we can achieve purpose and destiny. It's only by that Spirit we can understand what God wants us to do. So we need it. We need him. We need him on a daily basis to have the, the vision of heaven given to us renewed, to have that vision being fulfilled, for us to fulfill that vision, for us to, 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 to bring that vision to fruition, we need the help of the Holy Spirit. So brethren, let's call upon him on a daily basis. Let's call upon the Holy Spirit. Before we get to do anything, let's call on his help to help us. You see, this last week I was doing something, and it's like I was not doing it right. I was not doing it right. And I noticed the time I ah, Holy Spirit help me, Holy Spirit help me, Holy Spirit help me, Holy Spirit help me. Then I will make I will find out that I do it the right way. Then by the time I lose my concentration, I say, ah, this thing happen. Ah, whether I like it or not, I will do. As I I start falling falling away. Then I will now say, ah, Holy Spirit help me, Holy Spirit help me. You know, I I don't know why I was doing that, but I believe maybe God was just preparing me for something like this today. That it's only by power that we can get those things done. We can get the ministry fulfilled, not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of God. Let's have our vision renewed on a daily basis. Ensure that it's renewed. Ensure the Holy Spirit goes with you. Ensure you are filled with the Holy Spirit. Ensure you commit that situation into the hands of the Holy Spirit. Ensure you invite him into whatever we are doing. Ensure that he is working with us in the ministry he has placed in our hands. You might have 30,000 men by five, but if the Holy Spirit is not there, it's just going to become uh, nothing. We might be shouting from morning to night, Without the power of the Holy Spirit, we will not be able to do anything. So we need him. And in, 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 in fulfilling the purpose of God, in fulfilling that vision that God has given us with the power or by the power of the Holy Spirit, like Daniel did when he had the vision of ram and goat, we need to seek understanding of that vision. The Holy Spirit, what are you telling me to do? You see, when Apostle Paul received that vision, he was able to ask the Holy Spirit, and he was given the direction. This is the vision you have received. This is what it meant. This is what you are supposed to do. And he was able to know where to go to. Okay. Oh, so straight. Here, I, Holy Spirit. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Here I come. Cornelius, I have come. Because God had given him in a vision. He told him, this is what I want you to do. That was the vision God gave Paul at that time to the house of Cornelius, and it did not fail. 
when he got there, he didn't do it alone. At the end of the day, we see that he was able to even pray for them, for them to be baptized. And he was able to, to lead them, even to receive the power of the Holy Spirit. Daniel 8, 15 to 17. Why Daniel was watching the vision and trying to understand it. Understand your vision. Ask the Holy Spirit to give you understanding. Don't just take jump to the road. Hey, I have to start a church. Is that the vision God gave to you? Because everybody is starting a church. Hmm. Understand the vision. I remember when I was asked to go and start a parish. I prayed. I went for pastor's training. Yeah. But it was not possible. It wasn't coming true. At the end of the day, when they say, yeah, finally, this year you must go. And each year, yeah, they say you must go. Something must happen. I, I told them, I said, listen, God did not send me for a church. He didn't ask me to do it. Why? Because I submitted my vision to the vision of the Holy Spirit. And I was able to know what he was leading me to do. I said, God did not send me to church. Ah, you are, uh, well, are you in obedience? Oh, yeah, let's go. My brethren, if the vision God has given you, you are not following it, nothing will happen. The day I got into the hall to do the church, I had it in my ears. You are not doing church as usual. You are praying. And that is the ministry God has given me ever since I know. Praying. So, I was there. So, I'm telling you, I don't know why I'm bringing this. I didn't have it. I didn't even think of it before. It just came to me now. That for you to renew your vision, you must understand it. If you don't understand the vision God has given you, you will not be able to renew it. You will not be able to work on it and to fulfill it. I was there for one and a half years doing nothing. And you know what? All that I prepared, I believe God allowed me to do that. All that I prepared to use, God spoke one by one. I remember there was a day we went to that for, to go and do evangelism. We must get someone in church. Hey, someone just appeared suddenly, boom. He said, why are you people wasting your time? You are not doing what God wants you to do. I can never forget December 2015. But I know that God did not call me. But you know, in obedience, I have to obey, obey my pastor, obey my leader. So. But I have said this, I wasn't called. After one and a half years, no single person. Do you understand? Renew our vision. The moment I turn to God in the next three, uh, one month or three months, the night prayer, say, Father, I need to renew my vision. I don't want to go on like this. He turned around with me, with the Holy Spirit on my side. And he said, do this. And he gave me the vision of the first prayer conference. The first prayer conference we did for just three hours. Three hours, we had 45 people. The church I did for one and a half years, no single person. Because what? I was not following the vision given to me. I did not allow the Holy Spirit to lead me in the direction. I followed the vision men gave to me. Brethren, 
Let's understand our vision. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. That will enable us to understand it better. Write down the vision. Habakkuk 2, 2. Make a list of what the vision God has given you. What did he want you to do? You see, when they gave me that vision of praise prayer conference, the first time he was talking to me about it, I sat down after prayer and I was hearing it. The title is praise prayer conference. I've never organized anything before. Praise prayer conference. The topic is this. The people you are going to call is this. In fact, when the whole thing was too much, I quit my paper. I started writing down and followed it through to the letter. And the God of heaven glorified himself. Man. Yeah. Where I couldn't have one person for one and a half years, we had mm. 45 adults, and mm. they are not even from a, a second second bus stop to my house. They are from far distance, meeting kings, Nigeria, USA, Canada. They didn't come for holiday. They came for this program, three hours program. Uh, Croydon, Chatham, you see, you can imagine. So that is what God can do when we renew our vision within. Make it plain on tables. Read it out. Like Habakkuk said, read out that vision. This is the vision God wants me to, to do. This is what he wants me to follow. Holy Spirit, help me to fulfill that vision. Run with the vision. Work upon it to make sure that it works. To make sure that you bring it to fruition. Work upon it with the help of the Holy Spirit. You see, the Holy Spirit is the emphasis. It's the emphasis in renewing your vision and in fulfilling that vision. Without the Holy Spirit, you will not be able to fulfill the vision. You will not be able to do it. Wait for the vision to come to pass. In Habakkuk 2 3. Wait for it. Habakkuk 2, 2 to 3. Then the Lord replied, Write down the revelation and make it plain on the table so that a error may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time. It speaks of the end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and will not delay. Though it linger, don't run ahead of the Holy Spirit. Wait. Let him lead you and guide you. He will lead us even to perfection in Jesus' name. That is power in your vision. So you continue to keep your vision alive because what? There is power in your vision. Habakkuk 2 3. It is because it is for an appointed time. Your vision is for an appointed time. My vision is for an appointed time. Our vision will speak. Your vision will not lie. Your vision or the power in your vision will surely come to pass. It will make that vision to be established by the Holy Spirit and it will not be delayed. Do not be delayed. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Brethren, even as we pray. And I want you to pray this prayer and say, Oh Lord, renew my vision by your spirit, O God, in the name of Jesus. Because you want to go in a new dimension with the Lord. You want to begin to walk in a new way with the Lord. Just like the apostles did when after they have received the Holy Spirit. They were able to know the vision that God had given them. They were able to walk along and to fulfill that, that vision. Let's pray and say, Holy Spirit, oh God, renew my vision, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, renew my vision in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, give me a new vision, oh God. The vision you have given me, help me, oh God. 
renew them, oh God, so that I might be able to walk, oh God, in line with them in the name of Jesus and to fulfill them in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. You want to pray and say, Father, Holy Spirit, oh God, let the new anointing for a new vision. That vision that you have given me, the new anointing that I need to fulfill that vision, let it be of my life. New anointing to fulfill the vision, oh God of God. Holy Spirit of the living God, let it be of my life. In the name of Jesus. Ask the Holy Spirit to be in order for you to fulfill the vision, in order for you to reach that goal that God wants you to reach, in order for you to come to fulfill that purpose of God in your life. My Father and my God, anoint me afresh and anew with the Holy Spirit, even for me to fulfill that vision, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, help me, oh God. Holy Spirit, help me, oh God. Renew my vision, oh God, and help me to fulfill it, oh God, in Jesus' name. That, Father, I will not walk in my own flesh, oh God. I will not walk by my own power, oh God. I will not walk by the dictates of men, but by the Holy Spirit of the Holy Spirit, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Amen, Father, Lord. In Jesus' name, you want to pray. And Father, me the grace to wait, oh God. For the fulfillment of people, just like that person waited, even for the fulfillment of the Holy Spirit to be alive. But I give me that grace. Wait for the fulfillment of the Holy Spirit. Over to you, sir. 